Okay, this is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. I want to start off by saying thank you all so much for your continued support. Whether you are new or old, you've been with me since the very beginning or just somehow stumbled across my audio podcast. I want you to know that you are greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. I do not take this connection lightly at all. I'm super grateful, honored, and thankful that God continues to use me as a vessel. I want to let you all know that I feel energetically that there is a lot of people struggling through this energy right now. And it's not that you are alone because you're not alone. That's important that you understand and you know that you are not by your self. Everyone is going through their own personal battles, whether they are speaking about them, whether they are open about them, whether they are being transparent or they are in complete denial. Everyone is going through a phase in their life if they are breathing, walking this earth. And With the energetic shifts, there are a lot of people who don't even know what that means, what that is, or how it even pertains to their life or their journey. But you have to know that there are so many other forces that are at work other than humans. You have to know that there is so much more that is a part of this thing called life than you are aware are able to comprehend. So it's very important that as you are on your journey, that you know that you are not an isolated case, that God is not using you as a, um, an example to torture, to make you suffer or anything like that. That is definitely not what this journey is about. In my study of Ayurveda and yoga, different parts of yoga, um, you learn, especially in Ayurveda, what Dharma is. Now, we hear a lot about karma. Karma is actually the results from the energy and the seeds that you put out, right? It, It is the karmic lesson, the karmic results from that of which that has been harvested. Dharma is your life purpose. That is your soul, divine, orchestrated purpose on this earth, on a soul level, right? So when you are operating out of a dharma, out of your dharma, you are connected to your dharma. Things are not always smooth, but they are. They don't feel like a tug of war. It doesn't feel like you are battling something constantly that is fighting against you. When you are operating out of your dharma, you're operating out of a state of um, interconnectedness, right? And that is one that God is connected directly to you with the source, connecting you as you're maneuvering through the challenges and the waves of life. It's not an easy journey always, 
but it definitely doesn't feel like one of those roads that you're on that you know you shouldn't be on that absolutely feels like a uphill battle every single time you turn around. And with all of the different energetic and spiritual shifts that are occurring in our life, especially when we are closing out cycles of our life, you don't have to understand the terminology to know that closing of cycles is real. Closing out chapters of your life is real. Closing doors is real. Aligning yourself with what spiritually, mentally, and physically makes sense to you is what you should be focused on because we are entering in a phase of our lives where in 2020, it begins an entirely new cycle of our life, a new decade. Not only a new decade, but the way the planetary alignments, even if you're not familiar with astrology, just know there are cycles that are ending that are 34 to 37 year cycles that are closing at the end of 2019. Now, mind you, some of you aren't even 30 yet. Some of you are in your mid 30s. Some of you are well over your 30s. However, look at your life in the past decade to century. Look at how many things have changed. Look at how much time has changed. Even if your life, your mentality, your thoughts have not changed much, which is not a great accomplishment, but if it has not changed much, look on the outside of you and see how much has changed. 10 years ago, social media was not what social media is today. Growing up 20 years ago, social media was not even a thing. We didn't operate on a level of needing social approval or needing to be influenced by masses or needing to fit in and needing to belong and needing to be a part of an in circle that wasn't in the sense of how it is today is not the in any way of what it was back then it was not even heard of and had you told me 20 years ago that this would be the life we would live in who would believe that so it's important for you to understand that there are always forces working outside of your understanding outside of the way you see things outside of the way that you live and the inability to connect to your dharma prevents you from connecting to where you're meant to go that you can't see yourself at. In other words, the inability to move beyond your thought process, your perspectives, your emotional intelligence for the moment is going to continue to delay you. And for a lot of us be a demise entirely. It's going to, it's going to be the death of us because at the end of the day, a lot of us have outlived longer than we will have. We have more years behind us than you have ahead of you. And unfortunately, that's a sad truth. And there's no, no way that we can pinpoint who, where, when and why. But the truth of the matter is, is you are aware that right now where you are today, you have an opportunity in front of you. And whatever that opportunity is, don't allow your lack of understanding, your lack of awareness and your inability to maneuver through the transits to prevent you from going forward. For some of you, it's your fear. 
For some of you, it's your not wanting to conform. And it's not about conforming to other people's thoughts. It's not about conforming to what people want you to be. It's not about conforming. It's your way of protesting against what other people are wanting you to do. But you're not seeing how that's protesting against yourself. Because if you are vehemently refusing to change, not for other people, but for yourself, you are telling God and everything that he's aligned for you that you don't want it. It's not good enough. And you don't trust it. This is the way you would rather proceed. And that is what keeps us in this box. It keeps you in this bondage. It keeps you in a space where you are constantly in an inner battle with your thoughts. And I personally had an issue today. It wasn't a, well, it wasn't today. It was yesterday. It wasn't, it wasn't an, it wasn't an issue, but I really got offended because I don't like to feel I'm having a conversation with someone who says they care for you and they love you or whatever the case may be, but you're expressing yourself emotionally. And because this person may not see the things that you see, they understand, but they're like, okay, so how long are you going to feel that? How long are you going to let yourself feel that? And because you allow yourself to go through a process, this person feels like your process should be okay. This is what happened. This is how I identify with it. Let's maneuver through it and get over it. That's not how I operate though, because what happens for me is so much of my life has been not dealing with the emotional part of it, allowing that emotion, that emotional baggage to just pile up, not expressing it, not dealing with it, just putting it on the back burner until one day it all comes crashing down. So in my emotional journey of self, my ability to transform who I am, my ability to identify every aspect of myself as I'm discovering new layers of myself. I know how I have to deal with things so that I can heal, so that I can proceed further, so that I can grow, so that I can be done with whatever that was and completely wash my hands of it. I don't have to continue to revisit it because my natural nature is I'm going to continue to dissect it. I'm going to continue to think about it. I'm going to continue to pick through each element of it until I totally understand why it happened and then why I felt the way I did. And once I get down to that part of it, then I can start to discard the parts that are unnecessary. But no one can tell you what that process should look like. And no one can tell you how long that process should take. So a lot of you, just like myself, are in these battles with refusing to conform to what is normal to someone else, what is acceptable for someone else when it comes to your ability to heal, your ability to process, your ability to deal with whatever it is that you are needing to deal with in order to move forward. And that is how you are able to keep going. And that's not a bad thing. That is a beautiful thing. The thing is though, you have to be able to stand in your power, stand in your truth and your authenticity, but make sure that it's really your authenticity that you're standing in and not an illusion of such. Because you can be so defensive and you can be so... um dead strong on what you're not going to do 
that the reason you're choosing to not do it isn't because you really feel that you should. And it's because someone is telling you. So it's almost like a rebellion act. Like I'm not doing this because you want me to do it. But if that is better for you to do, why not? And so you have to be sure that the decisions that you're making, the choices that you're making, the avenues that you are taking to evolve and to grow and to become a better entity altogether is really, truly your decision. And it's you moving on the path of Dharma, not you being rebellion, being a rebellion and creating a karmic cycle for yourself that is going to continue until you cut the tide. And that's a difficult thing. It's like being on a hamster wheel, because once you are in that motion of I don't care, you're not going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to just be myself. I don't care if nobody like it. And you realize that you are on this hamster wheel by yourself for no good dang on reason, but that you just don't want to listen to what no one else is saying because you just don't want to. Not because that's not what's good for you, but because you just don't want to. And then we get in these situations where it affects our relationships. It affects our home lives. It, it affects us in um, our careers. It, it really affects us financially. It affects us in reasons that are unnecessary, all because of our refusal to adapt to not what people want, but what ourself is needing. As you grow, you change. The makeup in which you are in changes, it shifts, it becomes different. And as it becomes different, your mentality must shift to that. But if you are still in that mind frame of you're not going to tell me what to do, I'm not going to be who you want me to do, who you want me to be. I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to do what I want to do. And period, point blank. You will end up stuck. In that same mentality, watching your life pass you by missing opportunities that are necessary for you to continue on your path, all because you refuse to change. You refuse to shift, not that you refuse to conform. Conformity is forcing yourself to believe, act on, join and coincide with things that just truly do not fit who you are authentically like they just do not they are not you they are they are not something you're interested in not one bit period point blank conforming would be forcing yourself to step outside of what you know is right for you to make other people happy or to fit in with whatever is popular or trending Adapting to change for self means that you are identifying that as you grow, as you level up, so does your mentality. So what you believed was good for you 10 years ago should not be the same way you see things today, 10 years later in certain areas of your life, because you're not the same person as you grow, as you evolve, as you become a different person in um, mind, body, and spirit. So does the things that you participate in, the conversations that you hold, the people that you engage with, the things that you're interested in purchasing, the um, the stakes just change. As so does your outlook on life. So a lot of you are in this place where this year has been constant battle of self and a constant battle of 
you against what you perceive as the world because you don't fit in. And you're questioning, is this really how it's supposed to be? Is this really where I'm supposed to be? Am I really supposed to be in this space where I am feeling like I am isolated and ostracized all the time? Because it is a lonely place and it is a place where you feel like you have no friends. People tell me I had one of my good friends told me all the time. I mean, she's like, you know, a lot of people and a lot of people know you, but Cancerians do not have a lot of friends. Y'all don't have friends. And I was like, yes, I have friends. And she said, "Okay, what count your friends? And when I tell you the reality of that was I do know a lot of people and people definitely gravitate to me. I'm a friendly person. But when you speak about friendships, these are people who are like your tribe. These are people who know you. These are people who get you. These are people who can feel when something's off without you saying a word. Yeah, no, I don't have a lot of those. Right. It's a very, 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 very small, very small, very, very small (laughs) amount of people. And so the reality of that is, as you get older and as you get more into who you are as an individual, you will see that the people that you surround yourself by, it, it is going to get smaller. It is going to feel like in a in and sometimes that you're by yourself because your circle is just that small. And when your circle is just that small and people have lives and things that they're doing on their own and families and, and all this stuff, it definitely isolates you. But the beauty in isolation is you're getting to you're getting an opportunity to be intimate with yourself. A lot of people dread being single. A lot of people dread not having friends. A lot of people hate when they are off. I definitely when I went through my breakup um, a couple years ago, I definitely dreaded the weekend for the first time in my life. I did not like weekends because during the week I could distract myself with work. I didn't have to think about the fact that my home that was once a home that was with dogs and it had a whole person in there with me. Like my routine was completely different. And so it was just me. And that silence, even though I'm a person who loves solitude, I hadn't had it in so long because I'd shared my space for so long. But when you don't share that space anymore and now all you hear is echo, it becomes a very lonely, isolated place. But the beauty in that isolation is you're able to cultivate your own reality in your own truth. Be your own self. I could go to my bathroom. I could stand there as long as I wanted. I could sing as loud as I wanted. I could stay up as long as I wanted. I could go to bed as early as I wanted. I can cook or not cook. I can clean or not clean, even though I clean all the time. But still, like you can do what you want to do for yourself. You're putting yourself first. And I feel that that's very important before you can become an asset to any person, to any place, to any career, to anything in life. You have to really, truly cultivate a true relationship with yourself, identifying what matters to you, identifying your life purpose, operating on that accord. That's when you meet people that are aligned with you. That's when you meet people that are on that same wavelength as you, because you have created that space to be just yourself. And that's the beauty of 
going through these transit. This year has forced so many people out of their comfort zone time after time after time. It's been one wave after next wave after another wave and it will continue. But that is what happens as you grow and as you evolve. You have a look at yourself and then look at a kid. A young kid doesn't feel these shifts as much as adults do, because when you are aware of your growth and you are aware of the transits of life and you are aware of the different elemental forces that are causing you to have to level up and evolve and grow. You are responsible for more than the obvious. You, you have a different type of responsibility. A child doesn't have that responsibility. They don't have a care in the world. I had my nephew this weekend and he's just having a ball. Like, a blast. I'm trying to recover from the emotional, you know, tsunami that I went through on Saturday. And he's just having an entire blast, not one bit of worry. And that's the beauty of that innocence to see life out of a child's eye that's untainted is a beautiful thing because you're able to connect to your childlike self and that helps you to maneuver through the waves more freely. The reason these waves and transits hurt and, and make us so uncomfortable is because we've built these routines. We've built these, you know, these walls and these ways of living and growing and evolving. And we've created these structures for ourselves. So we are more stoic in how we operate. A child is more free free flowing. They don't have a care in the world until they are tortured or tormented and tainted. But when you allow a child to remain innocent and a child to remain free in who they are and what they are and what they do, there's a freedom that goes with that. And that freedom is just so beautiful because it allows you to not be concerned with what anyone thinks, what anyone says, how anyone else feels, you are just operating on your natural flow. And that's what life is about. That's what these transits and these transitions have been about. Allowing yourself to be yourself, flowing, continue to grow and not be so afraid of what it's going to look like during that process. It is, it's not an easy thing to stand in your power. But one thing is for sure, every hurdle that you've jumped over, every seed that you've sown, every storm that you've endured, they're all lining you up with the beauty of what it is that you have been wishing for. This year, these eclipses are all of these transits and all of these blessings. Look at how blessed you are. If you focus on the bad all year, all year, right? You have to be willing to allow yourself to look at the beauty of survival, the beauty of being able to see yourself on the other side of that trauma, on the other side of that pain, on the other side of that loss, on the other side of that desperation and, and depression and anxiety and fear and the other side of what you feel you lack. You survived it. You don't need a roll call for why that's a blessing because you know off the top of your head at least five reasons of why it is. So allow these transits, no matter how hard, no matter how deep, no matter how uncomfortable, allow them to push you into more clarity for yourself. I've utilized a lot of this time to get really in depth with God, pray a lot. Oh my God. I can't even tell you how hard I be on my knees praying. Like I'm telling you, it's been, it's been a time, baby. You have to gain that 
that understanding with God. And it's a beautiful feeling to know that God understands you. You don't have to impress or overly express or try to get him to understand you on another level and see your point of view because he gets it. He created you. He got it. He know you don't have to go through all of that. And that's the beauty of having that connection and that and that relationship, because that partnership that you're looking for, if you can't find that within yourself and with God first, nothing you want will ever be solid enough to continue to birth new powerful harvest because it's not built on steady ground. So whatever it is that you're going through at this moment, whatever it is that you are allowing to close out, whatever cycles that are ending and closing, whatever seems to be unclear and uh, very confusing and, and just just a lot of unnecessary drama or toxicity that you are feeling in your life at this moment. Know that there is judgment coming in. There is definitely with the cycles that are ending, with the confusion that you feel and with the um, clarity that is needed, all of that is coming in. You you are definitely going to reap that of which you deserve. You just have to continue to have that faith and know that it's coming. All of these powerful winds and shifts and waves and tides are all for a purpose. They're all for a purpose. Connect to yourself. Allow yourself to embrace the changes. Allow yourself to journal out what you feel. Speak about what you feel. Listen to things that uplift you. Listen to things that connect you with your higher self. Allow yourself to be what it feels to be what it is to be how it is how it wants to operate if you don't want to get up out the bed and do nothing don't allow yourself to rest allow yourself to be replenished allow yourself to recover allow yourself the grace that you are asking of others to give there's living life and, and being a person who is constantly on the go and constantly striving for something new and constantly striving for something better. You have to be willing to put that work and give yourself that time to recover. Allow yourself to really, really, really be in the state that it's in without forcing it to do anything differently, because these the things, the way that things are changing are going to change enough. It's going to shift enough. It's going to mold you the way it needs to be molded. Don't force it. Don't force it. So today's daily dose of energy is just telling you just to remain graceful through the changes. Express how you're feeling. Allow yourself to feel what it is that you feel and don't be afraid of it. Don't be you know, fearful of what that looks like or what that feels like. And don't walk away or run away and hide and live in an illusion because it's not helping or hurt. it's not hurting anybody but yourself. It's not hurting anyone but your but yourself. So we are about to be out of this Mercury retrograde, which I'm really looking forward to, but understand that we are about to enter into Sagittarius season. This new moon is about new beginnings, of course. New beginnings and um renewances and all these different things. And as the retrograde ends. Things will begin to move back forward. Understand that we are still under the Mercury retrograde shadow period until December 7th. So it's not going to just be overnight. Things are, you know, 
um, going to be exactly what it needs to be, but things will begin to start back moving, right? You'll start to get your energy back. You'll start to feel a lot, a lot better about what's coming and, and what you are letting go of and what is, is next. This we're very close to 2020 and I'm looking very, I'm looking forward to that time because that is a very, um, just a beautiful time. It's a beautiful space to be in. And, um, it's just a beautiful place to be in, to know how blessed you are to have made it that far. Okay. So continue to be incredible, continue to be gentle with yourself, allow yourself to grow, allow yourself to maneuver through, look back, write down some things that you're proud of yourself for overcoming this year. Some challenges that you actually were able to maneuver and survive and, and nothing. You've survived a hundred percent of everything you've been through. You have survived it. You've survived it. You are definitely victorious because you're looking on the other side of everything that was meant to destroy you. Okay. So remain positive, remain optimistic and know that there is so much greatness coming. There's so much greatness coming. Okay. This has been your daily dose of energy until tomorrow. Bye.